Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz video recap. Today is Friday, January 26th, and this is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable at seroundtable.com. Google confirmed a bug about that teeter-tottering weekend versus weekday Google ranking updates. Lots of discuss there. Google's search ranking update probably hit down on January 23rd and 24th. Google cut a bunch of quality rater jobs. It's not what you think. And Google adds conversational AI has launched globally or almost globally in English language. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, Duda. Duda is the professional website builder you can call your own. So check them out at duda.co. Thank you so much for sponsoring. Deeply appreciate it. And hopefully you don't notice too much. I'm a little bit red, but I was on a family vacation in Miami um, this week. Hopefully you didn't notice from the coverage, but a little burnt up a little bit. Um, I don't do well with the outside, so apologize for the uh, little redness. Back on January 18th, I reported about some weirdness going on where a bunch of people have been noticing for the past few months that websites were ranking very well over the weekdays and then were not ranking at all, at all, at all on the weekends. Um, they seem to be with specialized TLDs, like non-standard TLDs, like .club, .whatever, .like, I don't know, entertainment, .whatever, .duda, anything um, that was custom TLD-wise, it wasn't ranking over the weekends. And I thought maybe it had to do with quality, or something like that, or maybe it was a bug. So I emailed Google, and Google did get back to me several days later. On January 22nd, Google confirmed that was an issue, and they said, we're aware of a very narrow issue that caused temporary fluctuations in search results for, small, for a small number of websites. The issue has since been resolved. The site should no longer be seeing this effect. I don't know. I mean, again, this is something with specialized TLDs. A lot of people around the same time when these updates when these non-confirmed updates were happening at the same time when these people were noticing these teetering in and outs over the weekends. So I, I assume this had some type of ranking effect on everybody else. So it doesn't, wasn't only the people that were affected by this, meaning the sites that were teetering in and out, also the other sites that were like going up and down based on the other, these other sites coming and disappearing over the time. So it's very interesting to see that. It did have some type of ripple effect, I think. I think it was larger than Google said it was, but it was, it was fixed. Again, I posted about this again on January 22nd. Um, it's getting a lot of attention. Um, it should probably get more attention than it is. And then on January 23rd and January 24th, we saw another Google unconfirmed update again during the week. Uh, we've been back to these weekday updates as opposed to weekend updates. Uh, but we'll see what happens. SEMrush caught it. Uh, Moz caught it. I think Google caught it this morning. Uh, but there is something going on. All the other tools didn't really catch it so much. Um, but there's a lot of chatter um, around this January 22nd, January 23rd update. Uh, January 23rd, 2020, January 24th, I'm sorry, update. Um, so if you did notice some January, uh, ch uh, changes with your rankings on January 23rd or January 24th or after that, you are definitely not alone. There's lots of discussion around that, um, and it's currently pretty, um, pretty widely discussed. There's hundreds, like 150 or so comments on that story right now and growing, um, so definitely take a look at that. So like I said, even though we had this week day update, the weekends have been relatively calm for the past couple of weeks. We'll see again what happens this weekend, but last weekend, again, it was pretty calm and it was a little bit surprising. So we will see what goes on this coming weekend. I'll keep you posted. Google has dropped thousands of search quality raters in the latest cut it did with a third-party vendor called Apen, or Apen, A-P-P-E-N. It's one of the largest sourced uh, third-party human uh, consultants that they use. Um, and their contract, they received a notice on January 20th that their contrast ends on March 19th, and all those who were employed by APIN, uh, specifically for the search quality raters uh, stuff, that also were responsible for trading the Google AI stuff, SGE, and also responsible for BARD, and also responsible for testing the Google search results, 
um, have been cut. Now, Google has many, many, many partners for this. Um, that's one of their largest partners. Um, and they supposedly got in some type of contract dispute, I guess. I'm not sure. Um, the APIN really didn't know what's going on, but it made up about, I don't know, a huge portion of APIN's uh, revenue. So it's going to be a big issue for them. Cyrus Shepard noticed this, and he's, he signed up to be a search quality rater with APIN. He didn't really use do it much, but he got to notice that his job is at risk or probably gone. Um, and then Google sent me a statement basically saying, Basically, they said our decision to end the contract was made as part of ongoing effort to evaluate and adjust many of our suppliers' partnerships across Alphabet to ensure our vendor operations are as efficient as possible. I spoke to Google, and Google basically said it has nothing to do with AI. They have other vendors. They may shift. They may, you know, shift some of those jobs to other vendors. They're not going to necessarily hire those exact people because Google wasn't involved in the hiring. Uh, but Google does not plan to cut any humans out of the process. It just part of ways with APIN and their contract. So keep that in mind. People are asking, is it some type of salary dispute or they're paying them too much? Again, I don't know, but that's what Google said. In other news, Google announced yesterday that they're launching a new SEO starter guide. The Google initially launched their SEO starter guide in 2010. Then they did a big, they did a big revamp of it in 2017. And now it's about, I don't know, I think 8,500, 8,700 words in that document. Google said it's gonna be less than half of that, around 3,000 words when it launches. Um, and they decided to remove a lot of redundant and repetitive information from it to keep it more structured and so forth. It actually ranks number like one or two for this keyword term SEO. If you search for SEO, it's currently ranking well. And because of that, um, Gary from Google in the podcast, this is all announced in the Search Off the Record podcast yesterday, uh, basically said he thinks his, his, the rankings will drop because it's going to be less words. And then John Mueller and Lizzie are like, what, you're saying word count is an issue, is a, is a thing? And John and both said, no, it's not really a thing, but there's less words for Google to match on in general. Um, so it's very interesting to see Google actually cut it, um, even though they rank very well. They're like, they want this document to be um, something that is really, really useful to users. And by cutting it, making it less words, it actually makes it more useful. And we'll see if the rankings actually change with that. So keep that in mind. Google's, also, uh, Google's search liaison, Danny Sullivan, said that the structured data for paywalled and gated content, subscription content, is not leaky. Um, Ryan uh, Single, uh, a journalist covering tech policy for, for a long time, he writes at Wired and other places, um, he basically called it leaky, the way it was produced and so forth. And truth is, it's not leaky if you set it up the right way, but a lot of people do not set it up the right way. There's ways to make sure that other third parties cannot access it through looking at Google's IP detection solutions and other things, not just user agent. Uh, so keep that in mind, but there are complaints about the paywall and structured data model not being really so secure. In other news, Google said they may go ahead and try to improve the Google News Publisher acceptance method. Back in 2019, December 2019, Google changed the process to automate the process for Google News to accept publishers into its index, I guess, and to show Google, um, you know, publishers in the Google rankings in Google News. That changed. It used to be a process where you have to apply. Once you applied and you got, you got approved, then you would show up. Now you don't even, you don't apply. It just happens automatically. And that frustrates a lot of new publishers because they have no idea if they were accepted or not. And they just keep trying to see it. Of course, in Google Search Console, you can see the Google News tab sometimes. Um, you can do a site command in Google News and so forth. Uh, but Danny Sullivan said, I'd like to see this get better. I really do appreciate the frustration a new site feels if they aren't picking me, aren't being picked up. To a degree, I can help, and that's what I'm lobbying for. So basically, Danny Sullivan's may go back to the team and say we need a better process for this. There is the Google News Publisher Center, which really isn't so useful in this respect. But keep that in mind. Maybe made changes may happen there. Google made changes to the Google Performance Reports in Google Search Console, specifically for job listings and detail pages. Google said. Um, 
Search Console has changed the way it evaluates and counts impressions and clicks for job listings and detail pages. This may result in an increase in clicks and impressions for your job pages. So keep that in mind, and I go through how they actually track it. Um, so if you do see a change around, around January 9th or so, 7th, um, that's because of this change. Um, Google may penalize recipe collection pages for using structured data when they shouldn't be. Collection pages are not really where you're supposed to be the recipe. You're not supposed to put the recipe structure data. You're supposed to put them on the item pages, the actual recipe pages themselves. And Danny Sullivan said, we're aware some do this against their guidelines. I wouldn't recommend doing it. I passed this along to the team involved before, and I'm hoping that this will lead to some type of behavior being curved. So there may be some changes happening here. Of course, Google said this before, and nothing has changed. So we will see. Uh, Google also said in the Search Off the Record podcast that Gary, Gary from Google said this, that HTML structure doesn't really matter that much. He said, I know that some people like to think that HTML structure matters at all, as, as much as also much for rankings, but in fact, it doesn't matter that much. He's basically saying that uh, HTML structure, the H1s, the H2s, all that structure and that placement doesn't really matter that much for um, SEO purposes. And Google actually said this before numerous times, so it shouldn't be a surprise, but a lot of people are into their HTML structure. And of course, um, it's, it's interesting to see Google say that. Elena Solis posted a poll on her new SEO FOMO forum, and I repeated it just to get a little bit more of a, um, to see like if, if the actual poll results were um, in sync with each other, and they were. And about 60% of SEOs um, said that they are worried about the impact that SGE, search generator experience, will have on SEO, I guess. Um, the poll asked, are you worried about Google's SGE impact? And about 60% said, yes, they are. About 30% said, no. And about 12, 10 to 12% said, um, they are not sure yet. And that's similar results to the later poll. So it's very interesting to see that. A lot of discussion around that as well. Google Ads has launched its conversational experience, the AI conversational experience, to build ads using AI, um, images, ads, text, and so forth. Uh, to advertisers globally in English language. It's not fully 100% live globally, but it's definitely live. It will actually be live. It's definitely live in the US and the UK for English, and it will be live for all English languages in the next coming weeks, and then in the coming months, it will be live for all languages. Um, so this is something that Google announced months and months ago, and now it's actually fully rolling out to a lot of people. Google Ads has sent out suspension threats to advertisers um, or publishers who are not compliant with the new GDPR consent banners. This whole thing is very confusing, but basically Google said um, that we may take action against, uh, including suspensions, if policy violations have not been resolved around this specific issue. The Google EU policy team has sent out emails for websites that would not comply for GDPR consent banners. It will give each one an individual deadline uh, to be fixed, and if you don't fix it by then, you will have issues. I'm currently working on this stuff as well uh, for my website, so we will see. It's pretty confusing, but hopefully you'll be able to figure it out in the coming months or weeks, maybe. I don't know. Google Search has dropped its cache link from the search results, something that's been in the search results forever, um, and we saw Google testing this months and months ago, and now it seems to be live. Frank Salmon notices first, and then I checked it myself, and everybody's noticing that the actual cache link is gone in specific regions. Uh, where you can actually click on the little three dots and it used to show a cache link and it's now it's no longer doing that. You can still access the cache by doing a cache colon domain.com to see that cache on that page. But currently, there's no way to actually click on a button from the Google search results to see the cache. Google News is testing a publisher filter for some types of queries in the Google News results. 
Uh, this is spotted by Shahim. And you can see this little publisher filter. It doesn't show up all the time, but unless you basically, it's a, it's a glorified site command uh, for a publisher in the Google News filter. So you can see that there. Um, Google is testing new local business profile designs um, where they change out the icons and the slightly layout. This is spotted by Koshul. Here's a screenshot of that. Google is also testing a new nearby events and deals uh, box in the Google search results. This is spotted by a bunch of people, including um, Sad AK, uh, Koshul, Bright Local. Here's some screenshots of that as well. Google is also testing, retesting a chat with a live agent button in the search results snippet. Um, this looks like here's a screenshot of that. And this is spotted by Shaheem as well. Nice find there. Google is also testing videos on the right side of the search results page again. This is spotted by Mari Kadan. Um, here's a screenshot of how it looks. Here's the, it looks pretty interesting. I think it seems works well, but obviously it doesn't work on mobile. But um, Google's testing videos on the right side of the page. Bing is testing um, Google-like bubble filters at the top, so like the search filters at the top in a bubble format, like circles around it. Um, and also Bing is testing um, site links with um, bullet points. These both were spotted by Frank Santman um, over at Mastodon. Um, also, this was spotted by Shaheem as well with the bullets um, in the site links. Here's some screenshots of that as well. Um, Google, Bing is actually testing swapping out the homepage um, Bing logo with a co-pilot logo as well as also swapping it out on the internal search results pages. Again, spotted by Shaheem. Nice find there as well. Google business profiles directions are showing less, are going to show less direct uh, data according to Google. Google posted a little notice that said, uh, starting in January 2024, you will see fewer direction requests. This is because Google is making updates to better protect people's privacy and give you more accurate data. So you expected that to drop, but then I noticed um, a day later that starting on January 17th, the report showed a spike, an increase in the Google profile uh, di driving directions, the opposite. And Google actually sent a statement um, saying, we are aware of the spike and I reached out to their team and they confirmed that is accurate. This is likely improved detection, uh, detection and reporting from the performance metrics. The actual opposite of what Google was said. Uh, a lot of people discussing this in local search forums as well. In any event, thanks so much for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. My name again is Barry Schwartz, and this is the search news we covered over at the Search and Roundtable, lessonroundtable.com over the past week. Again, thanks to Duda for sponsoring. Everyone have a safe, healthy weekend, and I'll see you guys next. Goodbye.